How about this fucking team right here? Dustin Brown, short-handed for L.A. Score! Here is Goligoski. He gets leveled at the blue line by Dowdy. Food for it, cheer for uh, Kind of like it. Richard throws it in front. Carter, score! some swagger. Push down to shove. We're going to get it done. This is for you, Kings fans, wherever you may be. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Thanks Bud postgame podcast for the playoffs. Um, Kings win the series against the Anaheim Ducks. The score tonight, 6 Two, they win the series for three, and they're moving to the Western Conference Finals for the third time in three seasons. How crazy is that? I am overcome. I am just completely overcome with how much I love the Kings, how well they played, how delighted I am that they're going to the Conference Finals, not necessarily, you know, against the Blackhawks, whatever, but... The Kings are great. Hockey is great. Everyone is great. I'm so excited. I feel like of all the ways that I imagine this game going, the Kings just coming out on fire this much is not at all what I expected. But they came out blazing, scored three goals in the first period, could have had five because they hit the post twice. What? <laughs> what? How How could we have ever expected something like that? Amazing. I was already delighted when Justin Williams scored his power play goal at the very beginning. I was like, yes, good. He's still scoring points in Game 7. Like, this is a good sort of, you know, boost for the Kings. Not that it was, you know, the first drop in an absolute, like, onslaught. And then Jeff Carter with his patented, uh, like, shootout move, essentially, um, against Gibson. And I was just like, Gibson's not old enough. Like, he hasn't seen enough of Jeff Carter to know that that's what he's going to do. And then Mike Richards. That was unexpected. Let's talk for a moment about Mike Richards making sure that he doesn't get bought out. <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. Like, honestly, honestly, I was, like, already shocked and pleased for Mike Richards just for getting the assist on the Williams goal because it was a power play goal, so that meant they were on the ice together. Um, so both him and Slava Voinov got points on Justin Williams' goal, and it was like, well, this is clearly magic. Literally from that goal, I was like, well, they're, obviously they're going to win because this is a storybook goal. I mean, it's like your two players who you have been wanting to get going a little more and they have points on Mr. Game 7's goal. What could be better? And then things just found a way to get better. It was awesome. Uh, yeah, I was so delighted for that Mike Richards goal that I like. I didn't want to cheer about it yet like and scream Mike Richards because um, I was watching in a place that didn't have any sound and I couldn't really see the um, like what was happening. I like needed to wait for the replays because I was like, I don't want to get my hopes up if Mike Richards didn't actually do a thing. But he did a thing, and it was awesome. <laughs> yeah. He did several good things. He was so good this game. He had a like really active stick. Blocked a ton of shots. Just good positioning all around. It was great. I loved it. For the first period was all ex-Flyers players. Justin Williams, Jeff Carter, like you said, with the backhand shot on, on like pretty much something that could, like shouldn't have been a breakaway attempt, but he basically just fought his way through it and it ended up being a breakaway attempt. Marion Gabbert got an assist on that and Tyler Foley, who has also continued to play really well. That line, that second line has oh, been beautiful. excellent. I was glad to see, like I always am, because they have so much hustle. Tyler Toffoli and Tanner Pearson both get points tonight. Toffoli got an assist on Carter's goal. Tanner Pearson, very late in the game, is the one who basically, I mean, the game was already pretty much in the Kings' hands, but he really, really sealed the deal with his goal um, late in the third. And that goal was awesome, because one of the things that the Kings are not is a fast team. But when you have Jeff Carter and Tanner Pearson breaking down towards the net, it's like it's unbelievably fun to watch. It was so great. 
I loved it. So there were like, I believe it was four different players who had both a goal and an assist. Jeff Carter, goal and an assist. Mike Richards. Uh, Mike Richards, goal and assist. Justin Williams, goal, assist. And Marion Gabrick. Uh, oh, and, and Kopitar, obviously. Did I say Kopitar? Him too. Oh yeah, that guy <laughs> Kopitar. goal and assist. Yeah, who is like just determined to be the points leader for the entire playoffs. And Gabrick, same thing. Him scoring another goal continues to have him lead in the playoffs with nine goals. That's wonderful. Um, someone else who did a great job tonight, Jonathan Quick. He had, like, the first period, he didn't have to do a whole lot of crazy stuff. But the second period, the Ducks, they didn't find a lot of scoring chances. But they had some pretty good opportunities, particularly, like, Corey Perry had a couple chances that he didn't capitalize on um, so much. And, like, Jonathan Quick was cl- clearly feeling so great about it that, like, when Corey Perry was trying his pesty stuff, like, he basically started to have fun with him, and including the moment where he laughed in his face, which I appreciated. That was the absolute best. We love a good Jonathan Quick poke check. We love a good Jonathan Quick making out a rad save and then throwing the puck out um, onto the ice really sassily. And we love... Jonathan Quick getting into fights with people. And then we love him laughing in people's faces. Uh, I was a solid... So this was a solid game for, for Jonathan Quick. I was kind of pissed that Corey Perry scored the goal. Yeah, he eventually did get one, which is unfortunate. Because it would have been nice for him to have been uh, shut out, personally shut out, on his birthday by Jonathan Quick, who had just, like, taunted him the entire time. I mean, that's okay. In the end, it's fine that he allowed him a birthday goal, because you know what? Corey Perry is still out of the playoffs, and that's beautiful. That is, ugh. There is something so satisfying about seeing sad, sad Ducks players. Someone I didn't expect to have a really great game, I mean, other than Mike Richards, is Kyle Clifford, who had two points tonight. Kyle Clifford was great last game, and he was amazing this game. I guess that you know, being healthy scratched in game five really kind of shook something up in him and he's been playing extremely solid. Uh, we, I know we talk about all the time, like how Clifford is a player, you can tell he really comes and he tries to work very hard. He has a lot of hustle, but I feel like he's clearly somebody that just doesn't really have sort of the natural gift for scoring. So it always feels kind of like a nice surprise when he's able to help produce points and whatnot. And so to have him get two in this game seven, which is really important to put the Kings back in the Western Conference final was really exciting. Yeah, that's true. We always talk about how much Kyle Clifford hustles, how hard he works, and how we wish he were a slightly better hockey player because he makes a ton of opportunities for himself to get a good shot or something like that. But, you know, he doesn't always uh, capitalize or just can't capitalize on it. But he had a great night tonight, and that's awesome. It was a really good game for the Kings. A little bit in the third period when, or I should say like late in the second, and then early in the third when the Ducks got their two goals, it seemed like maybe the Ducks had some life. But then it ended up like the Kings finally got it back together and were able to hold them off. And then, of course, Tanner Pearson gets the goal from uh, Jeff Carter, Justin Williams, and then it's over, pretty much. Everybody, like as the clock was winding down, Kings fans, which continued to represent throughout this entire series, like chanting and, and whatnot and Ducks fans were leaving early and but but then in a nice way like the Kings showed like Team Solani like a lot of love. Um first like going back to the the Kings fans really quick. Um I loved that. I loved yeah, being it was able awesome. to hear Go Kings Go through my television. Um I loved I think I said it in the last podcast. I just wanted to hear another goalie chant in the building and we did indeed hear a Hiller chant. His name is just so easy and um nice to chant. And so I'm glad the Kings fans did that. But yeah, absolutely. It was phenomenal seeing um, at the last minute of the period with Tamo on the ice, just everyone 
you know, standing up and cheering. Uh, I was looking, I was like watching the handshake line to see who, you know, most everyone had extra words for him and gave him a hug and whatnot. And everyone's staying on to tap sticks and it was great. I teared up a little bit. I like Timmy Solani, so, but that was, that was pretty swell. As we've talked about, I'm not particularly invested in Tame Solani, but I do appreciate respect shown between players, and I think it was a really good example of, because that's the other thing, is I'm also somebody who is like, the handshake line is like super manufactured, and I feel like nothing is more evident than like Milan Lucic and like his bullshit that he recently pulled after the Bruins-Montreal series, but at the same time, I really do like instances like tonight, where it actually felt very genuine, like you saw that great moment between Solani and Kopitar, where Kopitar gave him a little hug, and you know, said something nice to him about how it was a pleasure basically to play against him um i i really am touched when i see moments like that yeah i personally like uh i'm like kind of okay with the the handshake line i like seeing players who you might not like you know are friends like off the ice or something like that have extra words or you know seeing things like that but yeah it was definitely great to see Timo get a lot of a lot of love. Yeah, just a lot of respect all around, and I really admire that. Uh, which reminded me that my favorite moment, and I made a gif of it and tweeted it, actually was between two Kings players. <laughs> a nice little uh, bit of love on the ice in in the moment game action was. Mike Richards at one point was trying to help defend, basically, and um, fell down, but still managed to get his stick out just enough to stop a puck. It helped Jonathan Quick recover it and basically hold on for a face-off. And then right after the whistle was blown, they both kind of like stick-tapped each other, and I thought that was really great. Hey, good job, friend. Good job. Another thing I liked was on that penalty shot that Corey Perry had in the first period. Which was... Like, that should not have been awarded to him. Yeah, ridiculous call. And I mean, I can't fault the ref too much, because if you don't notice that a stick is broken, okay. But the stick was already broken, so ridiculous call. Drew Doughty got really, really upset about it, and so I I really liked, you could see at one point in one of the replays, Dustin Brown going over to him and just kind of, like, it seemed like he was indicating, like, dude, calm down. And I like that from the Kings, that they do, they are a team, like, people talk about all the time, like, that's a big part of their game, to have composure, so that they, when they're in these big situations like a game seven they still have a chance to pull it out and I feel like those little moments are sort of an instance of that where they all are sort of in the same headspace of like all right pull it together and everybody just stay on the same page and we could just get past it we've been talking about a lot of good things and as we very well should because this game was great but let's talk about how kind of going into the third period um it was slightly terrible watching the kings allow the ducks to hang out in their zone for a long time. Yeah, they did They did get really sloppy at the end of the second, and then especially at the beginning of the third. And then they had that one power play that didn't look like a power play at all in the third period. It looked like they were on the penalty kill, and the Ducks were on the power play or something. It was ridiculous. So uh, they did have some moment where they let their their foot off the gas a little bit in a way that seemed... I mean, you can expect some of it with score effects, but it, they definitely got sloppy, which was weird. But um, they didn't. It didn't last too long, so I guess I can't be too mad. Yeah, I just felt like we had to mention it. But most everything else was straight up beautiful. So you mentioned it a little bit when we started this, but obviously now moving on to the Western Conference Final means a rematch between the Kings and the Blackhawks. What are your feelings? <laughs> As you were like kind of leading into this, I just started to scowl more uh, <laughs> while sitting here. I mean, it's fine. I would really, really even more so. Now I need the Kings to win. Like, it's it's just one of those things. I now have to have the Kings win. Because before, 
obviously I wanted to the Kings wanted the Kings to win, and you know we had kind of resigned ourselves for at least the first period that the Kings were going down to the Sharks, and that was fine. And even when it was looking kind of bleak against the Ducks, I didn't like it because um, I don't like I would rather the Kings lose to the Sharks than lose to the Ducks, but it still would have been okay, whatever. But now, no, the Kings need to beat the Blackhawks. I have so many emotions about this series for the same reason. Like, you know, it's a rematch. You want them to do a lot better than they did last season. But at the same time, like, the Blackhawks continue to be a very good team, and they're, like, they're not playing the way that they were last season where they were just like dominating and then everybody was like I don't even know how Detroit managed to win three games against them because what but because like they have not been very good um, in possession again the Kings goals per game is higher than the Blackhawks right now but I think just watching it seems very clear to a lot of people that the Blackhawks still have enough of the luck you need I think um, on top of obviously still having a very skilled players to really to win series and they haven't gone to seven games in either of their series. They've gotten to six, but like, I don't know if the Kings can rely on getting to seven against the Blackhawks. So it's like, I don't know how to feel. I want them to do really well, but I just don't know if I can get like too ahead of myself. Yeah, that's kind of, I I think I kind of need to like step back for a second. You know, I'm kind of overcome by this win and moving onwards. And uh, I'm kind of bummed actually that the Kings are playing the Blackhawks again. Um, While it is a nice redemption if the Kings do win or, you know, just another look to see how each different, like the season's iteration of each team plays against each other. Because like you said, the Blackhawks are slightly less invincible and the the Kings like offensive woes aren't as bad as they, you know, have been. Yeah, I kind of need to just kind of take a step back because I'm not sure how this is going to shake out really. I forget. It was something yesterday. Somebody was talking about, um, or like posted an article about which team the Kings should want to face, or I'm sorry, that the Blackhawks should want to face in the Western Conference Final. And one of the things that was mentioned, I think it might have been the Committed Indian, one of their posts, were saying that the Blackhawks are 9-2 against the Kings for the last two seasons, which obviously not great odds. <laughs> so um, I, I think with the way the Kings have performed, even if they do sort of dig themselves into a hole, they are really good at pulling it together in key times. But I think to beat the Blackhawks, like this deep in the playoffs, you can't even let yourself get into that situation. Yeah, so if the Kings could not lose three games in a row, that would be great because I don't think that their comeback story would work as well uh, against the Blackhawks at all. It would be some sort of another... Patrick Kane overtime goal. Which I don't need to see any more of ever again. There was there was already <laughs> one this postseason. Let that be the last one. Thank you. But what I one thing I am excited about though, if I have to watch another Kings Blackhawks series, is last season the Kings did not have Marion Gabrick, so I'm very excited to see how Kopitar and Gabrick perform against that top line. I'm also pleased to see, or like, I'm also excited to see how, well, now I'm going to call it Jeff Carter and the rookies line, um, how kind of like that speed affects the way, uh, you know, maybe the Blackhawks deploy their other players or, you know, it's a different, I feel like the, the Kings have more tools in their, you know, toolbox. I don't know what metaphor I'm making here. I've had a lot to drink. <laughs> um, they've got a lot of like ammunition, like a lot of different ammunition to like throw at the Blackhawks where, you know, not that, not to say that they were one note, but uh, there's a lot of variety now with Marion Gabrick and Kopitar and now kind of like upping the speed 
with um, Jeff Carter and Tanner Pearson and Tyler Toffoli. So that should be very interesting. Yeah, completely agreed. I think the key really, like, that's the strange thing, is it's not necessarily that I don't think the Kings can compete. Like, this year, the Beast is, in these other two series, you've totally seen them show up to games and just not perform the way that they can. And it's like, I don't know why that's happening, but you can't let that happen in the Western Conference Finals. So hopefully they don't. But if they come out like they did tonight, or like they did for even Game 6, like, then I think things look really positive for them. And I have no you know, it's still no guarantee that they'll win, but I think it could be a much more competitive series. But that all depends on them showing up prepared. Yeah, I mean, they're not going to get a ton of rest um, between these periods or between these series with them continuing to want to go to seven games, which is agonizing. So, uh, yeah, they definitely have to go in playing like they did today. So, there's a potential for this to be a really fun series or just another quick series. um, I hope that it's fun. I would rather watch a fun series even if they lose, but I feel okay about it. I mean, I guess we'll see what happens in game one and then feel it out from there. Yeah. Let's just enjoy the happiness of seeing the Kings score six goals in a game seven. Yeah. Also going to the Western Conference final for the third year in the row. Like, like that's amazing. That's pretty cool. That's awesome. Like, the now, of course, the Blackhawks, they won the cup last season, and they've made it to the Western Conference Final, which is something that the Kings did, you know, that was what they did last season. But now, the Kings have made it for a third year in a row. And this, of course, you know, this being a team, let's never forget, that struggled forever to win. They've won six elimination games in this playoffs. There's so much positive here. I totally doubt with just enjoying it for a little while and then seeing what happens next round. Well, because of such an early start time, I mean, this isn't going to be posted before then, but the night is young. I hope everyone went out to celebrate um, afterwards. Everyone can continue celebrating on Saturday about the Kings being awesome, and then we'll concentrate a little bit more on the, the Western Conference Finals on Sunday. I agree with that plan. So I think that's really all we have to say about this series. Goodbye, Ducks. Yes. <laughs> um, I won't miss you. Nope, not at all. Uh, great career, Tamo Solani. Fun series. The Sharks are still the better rival. Now we move on to Chicago. I'm very happy. I, <laughs> That's all I can really say. Pretty much. Uh, I'm just playing for all's happy over and over in my head, in my heart, actually here in my room. <laughs> um, I'm just going to dance around. Yeah. Dance around and be pleased about how the Kings play today and moving onwards. I'm so excited. So everybody be excited. And we are still in this thing, so we're going to talk to you after game one, probably. <laughs> Y'all are still stuck with us for at least four more games. So great stuff. Until then, until we talk to you after game one, take care of yourselves as usual. Thanks for listening. And we will catch you next time, everyone. Goodbye. Bye, everyone. <laughs>